Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Welcome to Safe Money with Jerry James. Get ready for a full hour of financial information and economic news you can't afford to miss. Jerry works hard each and every day to help hardworking Americans like you navigate challenges and reach the financial freedom they desire and deserve. So now, let's start the show. Here's Jerry James. Hi again, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of Safe Money with Jerry James, a brand new episode courtesy of our Retirement.Radio network. And thank you for making us a part of your Monday, or if you're listening to this, of course, on Wednesday as well. We've got a jam-packed show for all of you today. We'll discuss the differences between taking a proactive versus a reactive approach in your retirement, plus bad money habits that could be putting your full retirement nest egg at risk. That's all coming up on today's show. So let me say hello to the financial expert himself, Jerry James. Hey, Jim. Good to uh, hear from you, and uh, thanks for joining in. And it's great to be with you again, Jerry, as well. And we want to remind our listeners that Jerry offers free, no obligation consultations to all of his listeners. So just visit the website, savemoneymanager.com. All right, let's kick things off with this week's quote of the week. And now for some financial wisdom, it's time for the quote of the week. And our quote of the week comes to us courtesy of American author, businessman, and speaker Stephen Covey. Stephen said, quote, I am not a product of my circumstance. I am a product of my decisions. Covey, by the way, was also the author of the book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I don't know if you've read that book, Jerry. I have. It's actually a really good book. I have not read that book, um, but I can imagine some of the habits that are there. Practiced a lot of those I know I've practiced most of those habits in my life because uh, at certain times I was much more effective and, and you always have to be effective when you're working with other people's finances. So um, it's very important to be organized. It's very important to be on schedule. I hate to do a, a shameless segue plug, but one of the key decisions that you could make and one of the most important decisions is putting your finances, your retirement nest egg in the hands of a trustworthy financial advisor. And that's the guy that I talk to every week, Jerry James. So again, visit safemoneymanager.com. All right, let's get the show started. Last week, we highlighted some of the most productive habits wealthy people use to protect and grow their money. Now, this week, we want to shine a spotlight on some habits to watch out for because developing any one of these bad habits that I'm about to bring up could put your future and your retirement at serious risk. So let's talk about it a little bit, Jerry, here. Number one, living paycheck to paycheck. And this is something that kind of boggled my mind a little bit. But did you know that as of January of 2023, at least 60% of U.S. adults are living paycheck to paycheck? That's incredible. Number two, carrying credit card debt month to month. Number three, having no emergency fund. Number four, not knowing where you spend your money. That's a big one, too, among young mm -hmm. people, especially with all the streaming services out there. And, and right. you know, I, I've said this before. I don't know about you. I don't, I'm guessing because you are of the older generation, you probably don't cut the cord. But a lot of younger people, the younger generation, they like to cut the cord. But they have so many streaming applications and ways to stream things now that they're almost paying a full cable bill for all of 
the streaming devices um, that they may be using and they kind yeah. of lose track of their money. Yeah. Uh, number five, you don't want more from your career. Number six, not knowing how to minimize tax. Number seven, being unwilling to take normal risks with your money. Number eight, waiting too long to invest in your retirement. Number nine, the general belief that money is bad. Never believed in that, but okay. And number right. 10, not saving enough. People do believe that though. And number 10, mm -hmm. not saving enough money into an investment account. Yeah, so I'm going to go into a couple of these that you know I see right off the hit, right off the bat. When uh, living paycheck to paycheck, uh, that's a lot, in my opinion, by government design. Quite frankly, when you're making minimum wage, it's hard to put any money away whatsoever. And uh, I see a lot of people that they live paycheck to paycheck, and uh, it's financial habits. So you get down having no emergency fund, uh, you know, that's because they don't know how to put any money away. They're living paycheck to paycheck. They're living for the day, for the time. Uh, as of now, um, they have no worries about tomorrow. Not knowing where you spend your money, that's a big factor. They go out to eat rather than cook at home. They, you know, buy the streaming services. They've got exorbitant bills when it comes to games and all of the other things that uh, are frankly quite quite a waste of time. Um, and then you go down, they don't want more for their careers. Well, I'll tell you, right now, a good plumber, a good electrician, a good carpenter is in high demand. Truck drivers are in high demand. And these people are making 75 to $150,000 a year um, you should be able to put money away if you're making that kind of money. And then uh, that goes into the next thing, not knowing how to maximize your time. Well, there's the time to sleep and there is the time to work and, and you need to work while you're young. So we, as you get older and you don't have as much energy, uh, energy and you have more uh, health related issues, uh, that you have a little bit more time to enjoy life and a little bit more time to Take care of yourself. Um, By the way, Jerry, I have to say, I just have to say one thing, if I may. Yeah. You made a great point there about yeah. something very simple. But people don't, they make this mistake all the time. I have certain family members that that make this mistake. Fortunately, it's not my parents or my, my sister. I don't make right. this mistake either. But it's, eat, you mentioned eating out every day. Those That, that piles up. I mean, Crazy. look, I'm not saying that you should stay home and eat ramen noodles every single day or right. eat pasta every day or eat tuna every day. Tuna, by the way, you know, this is great protein. Nevertheless, <laughs> but but, you know, look, we have a, a cost cutter a, a report from Matt McClure this week. Um, one of our vignettes talking about finding coupons. You don't have to eat out every night. You have to save that money because, again, these restaurants, they're going to be charging you more money than it would cost you to, say, buy a steak from Publix where you have a coupon or buying certain household items with coupons. There's better ways to save your money, as we've talked about in the last few weeks. And one of those is just eliminating going out to eat every night, learning how to simply just cook. <laughs> I know it's a skill, yep. but it's a part of life right. and, and taking care of yourself. And that helps save money in the long run. Yeah. You know, the problem is the apathy that we have in our society anymore. Both of my sons are killers. And what I mean by that is they're just not average. I didn't raise them to be average. The older one's a world champion. And the younger one I was actually born with a seizure disorder, so special needs. 
but yet uh, I didn't let him use that dis disability for an excuse. Um, you get up at a certain amount of time, you make your bed and, and uh, you, you do your work, you do your homework and there's things that are expected. Uh, you know, if, if you're one of these people out here that are, that's listening to me and you have children that you're, you're starting to raise, don't be afraid to challenge them uh, and, and have them read, read constantly. Um, if they can learn to do math at an early age, really, really encourage that and get them into programs like math, magnesium and advanced math learning courses. This is the fastest way to education and financial success. Oh, well, I agree with, I, I agree with you. And, and, you know, especially talking about w with your children and your, and your kids and, and raising them to be winners, raising them to being able to overcome the odds and it starts doing those little things at home. That's what it starts with doing your homework, making your bed in the morning, those habits that carry over into more adult habits later on in life that sort of get you on the straight and narrow. Yeah. And, you know, I, I was going to say, you know, one of the big platforms that I have running for state Senate is to shrink the size and scope of government. I think that our government has become a behemoth, both uh, statewide, nationally, um, and even to some extent uh, at the county level. And, uh, you know, we need to take organizations, some of these three-letter organizations, and either eliminate them or severely shrink them. And uh, the Department of Education is one of them that I see um, these are the type of things that I think we, if we're going to have public education, we need to get back to and educate our kids to be winners in life. And, um, you know, what I refer to as um, productive citizens uh, in, in, in our country so that we once again can be great as an American society. Our, our forefathers and our fathers sacrificed so much for this country, fought wars. And uh, we have a generation, we're raising a, a generation uh, of apathetic laziness. Um, but I digress. Um, well, I, I will say this about when you, your points about the math, too, about learning basic math skills in schools. And this is something that I think schools really lack and have always lacked, quite frankly, is those basic math skills and teaching people about 401ks, teaching people about mm. how to, uh, how to uh, get a mortgage. Yeah. Teaching people about IRAs, for example, you know, we mentioned that 10th point in this segment, not saving enough money into an investment account. The right. IRA contribution limits, Jerry, for this year are 6,500 for those under age 50 and 7,500 for those that are age 50 or older. Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, Jim, I have a better system than an IRA, um, you know, that I am employ with with my clients and it's through Index Universal Life life insurance accounts. And simply the reason is you can accumulate a vast amount of money within your uh, index universal life account that you can use for all kinds of resources. Number one, it's a tax-free way to retire. And I show people all the time how they can retire virtually tax-free through a loan system that they would uh, take out uh, if they started their account at say, 18, 20, 25 years old, whatever, um, by the time they reach 60, 65, they have millions of dollars in their account. If they just learn the simple equation of compounding interest and how compounding interest works. I, I use the analogy all the time. Would you rather me give you $1 million right now 
or give you one penny and double it every day for 30 days. And people go, well, I'll take the million dollars. Well, if you did that, you'd cheat yourself out of a significant amount of money if I gave you one penny and doubled it every day with 30 days. Just do the math on that and see how compounding interest works. I do it with annuities and, and uh, you know, life insurance all the time where, you know, you have uh, a, you put $100,000 in an annuity, you earn 10% interest on that $100,000 and now you have $110,000. Your balance can never go below $110,000 because you have contractual guarantees with the carrier that I put you with, which is always an A, a rated carrier or A plus rated carrier. And then, um, you know, no matter what the market does in the next in the next year or whatever whatever interest rates do, you're still going to have your hundred and ten thousand dollars because you can't lose money on that. You have you have a zero floor, and then you just uh, compound off of that hundred ten thousand dollars. And you know, typically every seven to ten years, your money will double, and then your money will double again. So every seven to ten years, now you're going to have you know, $200,000 and then $400,000. And it's just that compounding interest factor that uh, people don't realize if they just let their money work for them and compound, uh, they can retire comfortably. All right. Well, good stuff there, Jerry. We're coming up on our first break. And if you missed any part of this first segment or previous episodes, be sure to subscribe to the show in podcast form via Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. We take a break. Coming up, how to become more proactive than reactive in your retirement. Safe Money with Jerry James. We're back in a moment. Thanks for listening to Safe Money with Jerry James. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. At James Asset Management, we know you've worked hard for your money and you've worked even harder to save it. When it comes to wealth management and planning for retirement, Jerry James of The Safe Money Show is passionate about helping people protect and grow their wealth while educating them on all their options so they can choose what's right for them. Visit safemoneymanager.com to schedule your free retirement consultation. Book yours now at safemoneymanager.com. You're listening to Safe Money with Jerry James. And now, back to the show. Welcome back to Safe Money with Jerry James. Be sure to catch new episodes of our show on the radio side every Monday and again on Wednesday at 6 p.m. right here on WFOY. All right, we've discussed bad money habits that can be ruining your retirement or at least putting your retirement at risk. And the one that we can't gloss over is not understanding how to minimize tax. In other words, just checking the box each year when you're paying your taxes. And Jerry, there are only three things that can happen to you when you invest. And the investment is either taxable, tax-deferred, or tax-free. Yeah, that's correct. You know, the first event is taxable, and that simply means you're going to be taxed on your gains. For instance, if you buy some stock $100 a share and it goes to $110 a share, then that the $10 is profit and the government will consider that as a taxable event unless you uh, have that stock in a special vehicle such as an IRA or a 401k and they expect you to pay taxes that uh, that year. Taxable events, though, are, are not limited to investments. A common taxable event 
is your income at the end of the year that you're required to tally up uh, the income. Um, and typically, a lot of people, their employers take uh, a little bit every week or every biweekly out of their paycheck. Um, but you, you know, you tally that up and uh, government expects you to take uh, pay taxes on the money that you earn. Um, the second category is tax deferred and the government is still requiring you to pay tax on that income. However, the government is allowing you to put off paying your taxes until later on, on that. And, and I have a commentary about that a little bit uh, in a minute. Uh, but the most common type of tax deferred uh, vehicles are IRAs, 401ks, when you have to pay money in these vehicles to the government, but it's not letting you, you'll have to pay the tax, but um, you, you have to pay it later. Um, they're not letting you off the hook. They're allowing you to delay the obligation until a later date. And I want to emphasize, you're not getting out of paying taxes. You are delaying 10, 20, 30, or maybe even 50 years of taxes until a later date. Tax-free simply means that the government cannot tax you on that money. Your tax obligation is zero. Um, there are not many tax-free investments out there in the market. Uh, the government wants its revenue and is not happy when it does not get their cut. Um, you have a partner uh, in your life that's going to want their money, and that is the United States government, in some cases, the state government, obviously sales tax, but, um, and you have to be careful with uh, your tax-free investments because some of them are um, not 100% tax-free. Now, I wanna to talk to you a little bit about that. Um, you know, the uh, tax-free uh, strategy or, or, you know, I, I basically, three strategies, um, you know, people approach their taxes in the wrong way. Everyone hates the idea of paying taxes. And I must admit, I'm not thrilled about it either. Um, however, I look at it differently. If I have to pay taxes, I want to pay the lowest amount of tax possible. You know, a lot of people, um, I remember during the presidential debate with Donald Trump and uh, this so-called President uh, Biden, um, he uh, talked to him about not paying taxes. Uh, well, President Trump, first of all, he doesn't do his own tax bill. And he did uh, write off a lot of the losses that he had in his, in his businesses uh, during the downturn uh, when Obama was in leadership uh, and during uh, that down cycle. Um, and he wrote off the losses. That's all legal. It's all legal. And, you know, anybody that tells me that they're just going to voluntarily pay money to the government for nothing that they don't have to, I think is full of hot air. So, you know, I, um, I think of your taxes like a stock. We all understand how that works. You want to buy the stock at the lowest possible price. But can you imagine if I told you that I wanted to buy the stock at the highest possible price you would look at me like I was nuts. I'm going to get a lot of blowback on this, but deferring your taxes is a lot like waiting until the stock gets real high before you purchase it. Do you understand what I'm talking about here, people? 
I would like you to pay your taxes while the taxes are low. Right now, um, your taxes are still historically low. So if there are taxes due, it might be a, a good idea to take a look at that and pay some of those taxes. Uh, and, and, and just as long as you're not surrendering penalties um, and you, you might want to get that, get this obligation out of the way to pay a lower tax rate. Another reason that uh, I like to pay taxes now is because I have more tax deductions now to absorb than below. I have a mortgage now and the interest is on that is a tax deduction and I receive tax credits for my children. Um, you know, hopefully when I'm retired, my mortgage will be paid off. So I won't be able to write that off. And, you know, my kids will be out of the house. So I won't have the kids to write off as well. Um, you know, and so if my taxes remain exactly the same, I will no longer have these deductions and credits. So I'll have nothing to offset my tax obligation and they, and I will be even hit harder. So if you follow me, um, I won't have any deductions when I get older because everything is basically paid off. My kids are out of the house. And so I won't have those deductions to, uh, you know, basically uh, write them off. So that's why I like to pay, uh, I'd like to pay taxes um, now while I have things to write, you know, counteract them with. Um, how convinced am I that uh, I am, you know, that taxes are going to go up. I, I am absolutely 100% taxes are going to go up. We're just going to have, we just have too many baby boomers entering the system and not enough people to support them with a normal level of taxes. As a matter of fact, I don't even believe it will be a little increase either. If you told me that the taxes would double in 15 years, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Um, and I'm not throwing that number out of hot air. That you know, the math is very scary when it comes to paying for all these programs that we have. We call them the baby boomers because there's a huge quantity of babies that were born in the generation after you know World War II and and in the '60s. Um, and there's just a huge boom of babies. Um, the other generations do not have the babies at the same rate and uh, people getting pregnant. Um, we don't have as many stay-at-home mothers. And so what does that mean? Less people around to pay the taxes, support the people on Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, and other programs that the baby boomers enjoy every day. People, uh, 10,000 people a day are retiring. Who's going to pay for their Social Security checks? That's what I was talking about earlier when I was talking about Social Security, I think is in trouble. And uh, it'd be incumbent upon every one of my listeners here to do whatever they can to put away money at this time and uh, let that money compound so that they have something to rely on besides Social Security. So, you know, I'm just telling you to, you know, not wait until later, possibly when the bomb goes off before you pay your taxes. And, and I know it seems nuts to be to pay taxes today or nuts to a lot of people, but, uh, you know, if you have some of your, you know, some of the savings that you know that are tax deferred, um, that you know that you're going to have to pay taxes on eventually, I would rather pay them now until the tax rate goes up double and uh, that you have something to write them off against 
Yeah, and again, a reminder that Jerry provides those comprehensive consultations at no cost to our listeners, and there's no obligation. So you only work with Jerry if it's best for you. He'll discover exactly how much you're paying in fees and how help you kept, cut those unnecessary costs in your IRA, 401k, or any other retirement savings accounts that you may have. So again, visit safemoneymanager.com. Again, that website, safemoneymanager.com, or you can call Jerry, 904-349-7977. Again, that phone number, 904-349-7977. We take a break. We're back in a moment. This is Safe Money with Jerry James. You're listening to Safe Money with Jerry James. Safe Money with Jerry James. Welcome back to the show. Coming up, proactive versus reactive in your retirement. Again, proactive versus reactive in your retirement. We'll talk about it. And in case you've missed any part of today's show, we've given out some great information. Be sure to check out the show in podcast form, Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Before we move on with the show, we want to highlight our recent report covering the bank failures. That's our latest tradable report. And it's available to you if you book a free consultation with Jerry. So book your free consultation, get this free tradable report, and help Jerry do what he does as a financial expert. Visit safemoneymanager.com or again, that phone number, 904-349-7977. All right, Jerry, let's discuss taking steps to prevent a retirement tax bomb. Well, too often we find that most people are keeping their retirement Saving savings in uh, tax deferred accounts, uh, such as uh, 401ks or even IRAs, <clears throat> when they're happy to see that they're, you know, saving for retirement. But um, what concerns us, the taxes that you'll pay when you finally start to withdraw that money to spend in retirement. So as I said earlier, um, you have a partner, whether you want, want them or not, uh, and that is the IRS. Uh, the government is going to be your partner uh, in your savings, and they're going to get their money, um, whether you think they will or not, they will. Um, tax deferred means you haven't paid that money yet, and the government will eventually force you to pay that money through required mandatory distributions, RMDs. Um, anytime you withdraw money from these accounts, you'll owe taxes. Example, let me, let's say that uh, you made it to retirement and you're you and your spouse are both in your 60s and you decide that it's time to go on that bucket list vacation. Maybe it's a trip to Europe. It could be a cruise or even the Great America road trip to visit national parks. I have that, uh, that bucket list on my agenda. I plan on doing that, that road trip uh, at some point with my wife. Um, that, that vacation will be three weeks and you budget $10,000 and I'm going to budget probably twice of that uh, for the road trip that I plan to take. However, when you withdraw the money from your tax deferred retirement account, you will owe taxes on that. For example, let's say your federal tax rate is 24%. With 24% going to Uncle Sam, that means you'll only have $7,600 for your trip. So you'll need to spend uh, you know, so you only have, uh, you'd have to withdraw $13,100 to cover both taxes and 
the expenses of $10,000 to spend on that trip. So you want to kind of keep that in mind, how much your tax bill is going to be. Um, you know, the, the solution to that is take advantage of tax-free investments, both Roth conversions, and uh, you'll no longer have RMDs, required mandatory distributions, and you can withdraw money tax-free. Meanwhile, the money that you keep invested in that account will go grow tax-free if you should choose to leave your Roth to your beneficiary after you pass away, the money will be passed down tax-free. Same with the retirement account. Uh, I, I use Index Universal Life for that same exact scenario. Um, and uh, I actually put a life benefit uh, insurance policy on that. And I use loans to retire tax-free and loans from the insurance company. I bank on myself to take money out tax-free because there is no taxable occurrence on a loan. Um, so that's kind of how I play that scenario. And, um, you know, it's, it's through a loan system and I almost even stay away from the Roths. The Roths are good. Um, I'm not, that's the second best option, but for me, the first best, best option is a index universal life account where I know that if I want to purchase a brand new car, uh, and I don't have the cash on hand. I can take a loan against my life insurance policy for the amount of that car, go out and pay cash for it, and then pay myself back in my life insurance policy. So rather than paying the bank back, I'm paying myself back. Um, the same with a mortgage. If I have enough money in my index universal life account, um, I, pay, I, I can take a loan from that account and then pay myself back my mortgage rather than paying a mortgage interest to a financial uh, institution such as Wells Fargo or one of these other banking organizations. I just simply pay myself back. I hope this makes sense to you people because if you start out uh, an index universal life account uh, for your children, say for college, they could pay for their college uh, by just taking the money out of that account and pay for their college. And then as they go into the workforce, they could pay themselves back in uh, off that in that uh, vehicle of the universal index universal life account. So they could pay themselves back for for their own cut rather than taking a loan out in and being burdened with, a college loan, and in some cases, I've seen uh, people not pay off their college loans until they're 35, 40 years old, especially if they're going into, you know, a profession such as a physician or a, you know, a, a trial attorney or something like that. It costs a lot of money to go, you know, and, the, and these, um, you know, I can go down the rabbit hole with a lot of, but, you know, if you have that that account balance and your your family is your parents are good enough to set that up for you at an early age the cost of insurance is extremely low and your account balance can be extremely high that can literally set you up for the rest of your life so i can show you how to do that at uh, safemoneymanager.com you can call me at 904 
349-7977 at any time, book a consultation with me. I can sit down there and talk to you about tax-free retirement. I can talk to you about income in retirement. I'm an income specialist. That's what I do. I can show you how to make what you have saved last for the rest of your life guaranteed. I'll show you the income that you will have for the absolute rest of your life with the amount of money that you currently have in your 401k or IRA and without the possibility of any losses. So that's what I do. I show people how to retire and what to expect in retirement. And when they know they have a certain amount of money coming to them every month, it makes retirement a lot easier, folks. I mean, it gives you what I call sleep insurance. So call me anytime. We can talk about that. And I'll show you how to retire basically much more stress-free. Yeah, and again, reach out to Jerry. It's very important. Give him a call, 904-349-7977. Again, that phone number, 904-349-7977. Thanks for joining us today. Great information there, Jerry. We take a time out. Coming up next, taking a proactive versus a reactive approach in your retirement. This is Safe Money. Like what you're hearing? Subscribe to the podcast and listen to Safe Money with Jerry James anytime, anywhere. Welcome back to this week's version of Safe Money with Jerry James. Hey, listen, if you're interested in maximizing your retirement savings and learning what a Roth could do for you, get in touch with Jerry, safemoneymanager.com, or pick up the phone. Give Jerry a call today, 904-349-7977. As always, the consultations are complimentary and there is no obligation. It's This Week in History. All right, time for This Week in History on the sports side of things. On this date, May 5th, 1901, baseball pitcher Cy Young pitched the first perfect game in modern baseball history as the Boston Americans, not the Red Sox, the Americans defeated the Philadelphia Athletics, not the Phillies, mm -hmm. the Athletics, 3 nothing. Cy Young, by the way, holds the major league record for the most career wins, innings pitched, and games started and had the Cy Young Award named after him in his honor for the league's best pitcher. Also on this date, this week in history, this date, May 6th, in 1957, the final episode of I Love Lucy aired. The television hit became the most watched series on television in four of the six years that was on the air. And finally, May 7th, this date in history, 1977, the Eagles went to number one on the U.S. singles chart with Hotel California. The hit became the fourth number one for the band in the United States off the album Hotel California. And the band's record won the 1977 Grammy Award for Album of the Year at the 20th Annual Grammy Awards in 1978. Very good. Yeah, one of my favorite California. bands. Great, great song, great album. Mm -hmm. May have been before my time, but I still do have an appreciation for some music in the 70s. The 80s had great music too, by the way. It did. A really underrated decade when it comes to music, in my well, opinion. Well, and I think that's because a lot of the musicians were classically trained um, and sure. there was less of the electronic um, 
uh, parroting that, uh, you know, I think there was more work that the musicians put into their craft um, earlier on. And it was, you know, by force. Now you can do so much with synth synthesizers and all of the, you know, electronics um, that I think that, uh, I don't know, I, I just, I really appreciated the complexity of the music uh, in, in that era. Yeah, I agree. All right, wrapping up this week in history, moving on with the show. And don't forget, if you're ready to get more serious about what's happening with your money, then we encourage you to give Jerry a call or book of, and book a free consultation on the website, safemoneymanager.com. And he'll answer all the questions that you may have when it comes to your finances and educate you on all of your options so you can choose what's best for you and your loved ones. All right. Well, we've been teasing it throughout the show. There are ways to be proactive and reactive in your retirement. And some of those ways include establishing a retirement income plan, working with a legal expert, establishing the big budget items before you retire. Those are just some of the ways, Jerry, to be proactive in your retirement and protect that nest egg. Yeah, um, a couple other ways. Uh, I probably wouldn't keep more than $250,000 in any single bank account to protect you and your family from the volatility in the in the banking sector. There's some banks that are really solid right now. Other banks, have you, as you've seen, um, not so much. Um, you, you have to really be aware of, you know, how much um, your bank is extended. Um, and that's hard to look into. Um, I know of a few banks that are potentially still in really big trouble. Um, and uh, after a certain point, the government uh, won't be able to continue to uh, bail out. I, I, well, I mean, who knows? I mean, there, there's an affinity of money that paper they could print. So I guess they, they potentially could. But um, I would just be be aware of, you know, the bank that you're banking with. Um, I would start a uh, and establish a retirement income plan early, and uh, you know, I would start doing that by replacing a portion of your uh, portfolio with alternative income-producing investments that offer market-like gains without market risk whatsoever. Uh, annuities fit into that uh, that platform exceptionally well. Um, you know, with an annuity, you have a zero floor, which means you have no risk of losing one dime and you have a, uh, you know, a upside that can reach uh, two years ago. Last year, you know, I, I probably made 8% upside for some of my clients, but the year before I made 18%. And there's certain years when the market is is down uh, and it's dropped significantly, that uh, you'll make zero. But overall, I make six and a half or seven percent on my, on the investments with annuities. Um, I would uh, take advantage of uh, two types of tax-free investments: Roth IRA, um, you know, and set up automatic contributions with that. Uh, and you can also uh, convert your existing tax deferred retirement savings into a Roth by IRA by just uh, implementing a Roth conversion. Life insurance uh, can be, the, the in my opinion, it's the best vehicle um, for tax-free savings there, there is for retirement. Uh, it can 
also offer a death, death benefit in case you die too soon, obviously. But uh, you know, like I said, it's a great tool to build your retirement savings and generate tax-free income in your golden years. So uh, I would like to see you work with a legal expert of some kind and uh, put a will in place. That's You can even go to Willmaker um, and, uh, you know, if you can't afford to go out and hire an attorney and a uh, estate planner, which I have estate planners that are very reasonable. If you call me, I can set one up with you. Um, and, and just, you know, a pro, you know, probate, I've seen it over and over. Will will you know basically bind you up in court for years while your final affairs are being settled by the state? So you want to avoid probate all at all costs. By the way, any money that you invest with me is basically will be non-probatable. Um, so uh, life insurance is non-probatable um, because you have beneficiaries attached to it, and annuities are non-probatable and those are the two main areas of investments that uh, I recommend to my clients. So they don't suffer probate like a lot of the other things um, that uh, you need a will for. Um, so you make you want to make sure that uh, your 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 attorney, you know, your um, your will is set in order so that it, it runs through smoothly and it, it doesn't get tied up in probate. And especially if you have a lot of beneficiaries. Um, and then, uh, you know, finally have a plan for when your spouse passes away by working with a financial advisor, uh, uh, you can feel confident that your retirement is not at risk that, you sh that uh, should you or your spouse pass away sooner than expected, you'll have a nest egg for them and, and a plan going forward where you don't have to worry about them suffering. Um, they're going to suffer enough by losing you, believe me. I've been married now 34 years and been with my wife for 38 years. We dated for about four years. I was dumb and, you know, <laughs> didn't marry her right away. But, um, you know, I would, I would be devastated if I lost her. She's my best friend. And, uh, you know, that, that would be hard enough. Um, or vice versa, and I wouldn't want to have to worry about, well, especially her losing me because I basically handle the finances. Uh, I've handled all the finances since the inception of our marriage. Um, you know, where is she going to get her next paycheck or how is she going to pay her bills? And, you know, is the house paid, you know, you know, where's the deed to the house and, um, you know, where are the car titles and all the other stuff that need to be sorted out upon one's passing. You don't know what tomorrow brings. Uh, just as it says in the Bible, we have no idea what uh, tomorrow's troubles are. So, you know, today has enough trouble of its own, but you can plan for it. And, uh, you know, you want to have a plan in place in all aspects. And I can help you with that again. I call that a form of sleep insurance. You can rest easy um, knowing that that part of your life has been taken care of and um, you have a certain amount of income expected that'll last for the rest of your life. That's what I do. So those are some of the times um, that uh, some of the things that I do. Um, often the, uh, the spouse 
in do-it-yourself retirement planning passes away, uh, leaving the surviving spouse with questions on who to turn to. And uh, according to the statistical data from the World Health Organization, which I take with kind of somewhat, somewhat a grain of salt because I don't, uh, you know, they're more of a political organization than anything else, but um, men, men have a lower life expectancy than women. That's absolutely true because I work with actuaries and I know that uh, the insurance actuaries, uh, I think now the men's, men's life expectancy is 82.7 years and, and a woman is uh, 83.2 yeah. or a little higher. It's right around there. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you have to know that and then, you know, be prepared for, you know, the widow's tax. I mean, uh, meeting with me, um, I give you a free, free report on this information. Um, and then just understanding how your social security benefit is calculated and what happens when your spouse pass, passes away and make a plan for that when you start to receive your benefits, even while you're still leaving, you know, and both of you are still healthy. So you want to understand when to take social security, when the best time to take social security. And, um, some people can take it too soon. Some people can take it too late. You know, it depends on what your scenario is and what your situation is. Um, so you want to understand that, uh, that the, uh, 2021 social security trust report project that the uh, programs trust funds reserves will deplete, be depleted says be depleted by 2033. So, you know, and at this point, if Congress um, does not act uh, to address the shortfall, Social Security benefits could potentially face a reduction for sure. Um, but uh, who knows? We want our clients to have a solid income plan in case Social Security cannot make the payments as expected. And that's really what I do. What I do. So I just uh, determine the big budget items before you retire. You know, you want to have a plan for your family, weddings, grandchildren, education, whatever is important to you in advance. And initially, you want to have a plan for some of your travel. If you want to travel, you want to have a plan for that and, and budget for your vacation needs that, uh, and, and, you know, your vacation wants. Um, so that's kind of what uh, we talk about a little bit, but the main thing is just income planning. I mean, that's my specialty. I'm an income planning expert. Look, most, most uh, advisors are all about accumulation. Oh, I'm going to make you this. And you're going to, you know, you're going to, well, that's all well, fine and good, but let me tell you something, unless you have a solid plan for exiting uh, after the accumulation uh, period of your life, and you don't, unless you have an income plan um, five years before and five years after, it can be devastating. So if you have a 401k that had a million dollars in it, and you were expecting a certain amount of income uh, on that million dollars for the next 30 years, and uh, that was tied in with the market, and the market dropped 40%, well, guess what? Now that million dollars becomes $600,000 and uh, your retirement plans are no longer the ones that you expected. So that's, that's kind of the thing I do. And uh, I secure that income and, and uh, show you what you will have for the rest of your life. 
So, and by the way, uh, I have filed for uh, Senate, State Senate District 7, uh, which is uh, St. Johns County, Volusia County, Flagler County, and the northern part of, uh, uh, what is that? Detroit, it's, it's the nor northern part of, uh, I'm trying to, now my mind just went off, but it's Daytona Beach, basically. Um, and uh, so I just filed for that uh, again uh, yesterday. And uh, so I will be making uh, a few more announcements about that run. And I'm a constitutionalist, folks. I am a small government constitutionalist. I think government should be a help. Uh, to and, and get out of the way of people uh, making a free market decision. So that's really what I'm all about. I'm for free and fair elections more than anything. And, and I don't really believe that we have that now. And we need to get back to a free market system in a constitutional republic, not a democracy, as everybody always talks about. We are a constitutional republic. So uh, I would appreciate your support. Those of you listening out there, Mary, um, I am going to have a campaign kickoff May 27th in Ponte Vedra Beach, Florida. And all of you listeners are invited to uh, come in out and uh, it's on Wilderness Trail. Uh, you, you, Wilderness Trail is the street. So five o'clock to eight o'clock, I'll have a lot of people there. So uh, you're more than welcome to come and participate and have a free beverage on me. All right. Well, great work this week, Jerry. And to our audience members, don't forget about that. And also don't forget to visit safemoneymanager.com and schedule your free, no obligation consultation with Jerry James. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of Safe Money. And we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks for listening to Safe Money with Jerry James. You deserve to work with a financial expert who has a track record of helping clients exceed their financial goals by implementing safe and proven strategies. To schedule your free, no obligation consultation with Jerry, visit safemoneywithjerryjames.com. Not affiliated with the United States government, Jerry James does not offer tax, legal, or investment advice. Consult with your tax advisor or attorney regarding specific situations. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice. These opinions are not intended as investment advice, nor do they predict future performance of any product. All information provided is believed to be from reliable sources. However, we make no representation or warranty as to the accuracy of any statement. This information is intended to be educational in nature and does not provide a guarantee or a specific result. All copyrights and trademarks are the property of their respective owners. AmeriLife assumes no responsibility or liability for the content of this message. The information contained herein is provided on an as-is basis with no guarantees of completeness, accuracy, usefulness, timeliness, or of the results obtained in the use of this information.